I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey, have you guys seen Can't Hardly Wait? Yeah. No. Oh, look at that. Surprise! It's another one that I've seen that Josh hasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just uh, going to go ahead and go be up front with my theme. Yeah, uh, yeah I think you mentioned is, it during the last episode, but go ahead. It's party movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're in the uh, we're in the quarantine times right now, so I'm jonesing for social interaction. Ooh, all right. So uh, I'm putting I'm some, live vicariously through this movie. I'm putting some party movies on the list, and I'll just go ahead and say that like, yeah, I'm doing party movies and Animal House isn't on my list. Sue me. That was a little bit before my time, alright? Like, I liked it, and I watched it, but it wasn't, like, the three that I have on here, I've seen way more times than that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about my history with this movie after we watch it, probably, after we get started. Uh, You know what we do, Josh. Every episode, the person who hasn't seen the movie has to give a brief... uh, not too detailed description and elevator pitch, if you will, of the movie, said movie, based solely on the title. This mm. is uh, Cannot Hardly Wait from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot <Stop>. hardly waiteth. <laughs> hey, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ignore the fact that I know the theme of Justin and that I accidentally saw the movie poster when I loaded the video. Well, that's okay, Josh. Um, it would be a really bad pitch. It would be a really bad pitch if you just went party movie. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm sure that's what this is going to be. Because I know, sure but all of them are just going to be. But you, you can extrapolate on that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to ignore the part because part, I had a really good idea uh, in my head. I heard the title okay. on the chat. Okay. I really, what I really want it to be, I guess it's kind of party movie related. I want it to be like a lead up to something like that. Like a guy is in like high school or in or college and he's going to turn like 18 or 21 or and he's going to be able to like drive or smoke or drink like have a big cool party and uh the whole movie is like the lead up to that like he's he's telling all his friends and he's telling the school he's getting ready and he's gonna like his parents are town on vacation and he's gonna throw like the biggest coolest like coming of age thing ever and then it gets to the end and he realizes that he's like actually turning 17 or whatever, and not 18. Ooh, like his parents uh, skipped him ahead a grade, like kindergarten to second grade? Yeah, like somehow him. he like mistracked his age, and okay. he's, he's so actually weird. not 18. He buys all this beer, and like the cops show up, and like his parents co- like his parents aren't going on vacation until next week. You always hear the trope of like parents hiding the fact that they had to hold their kids back a grade so they don't know that they're eighteen or yeah, or but like this they is end to up being. Them. It's the opposite. But I've I've never ever heard of parents being like, oh, we can't let him know that he was too f- smart for the first grade. He'll get too big for his britches. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, we've done a couple other movies like that. I think what's really? uh, da- Dazed and Confused was the lead up to a really big party because it's like the last night of school of the year. I can't believe uh, American Pie isn't on your list. Oh it's yeah, not, it's not a movie that's just about one party though. It's about uh, Josh hasn't it's seen it. So not... It kind of is though. It kind of but is. But it's Rewatch not. It. I have seen it though, and it's not. They. They make a pact to lose their virginity by 
like it's like graduation night when there's a gigantic party. So it is a lead up to like an event like that. I don't know what's really weird. I've seen all of the like ancillary American Pie mo- like the American wow. Pie Presents movies more wow. than I've seen the actual American Pie movies. <laughs> wow. You're on a list for saying that. I didn't that. realize it was a franchise. It's a big dirty <laughs> franchise. It is a not Is that good just because franchise. you worked at Hastings? Oh yeah. And they had the, all of them? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. It was strictly out of boredom. <laughs> oh, I know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, American I, I, Pie was sandwiched directly in between this one and Superbad. Superbad's the one that I've watched the most out of my list. Uh huh. Um, but I've definitely seen this movie a lot. Um, not recently, but I watched this a lot. I saw like, this in a while, an outdoor like, theater when it came out. Maybe about like ten years ago, I would watch that. This was one of my go-to's. Okay. So it was 98. I probably saw this 98 or late 98, early 99, because there was an outdoor theater near where I grew up. What year is this movie? 98. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Late 90s. So, yeah, my it's it's late 90s, then like mid-2000s, and then the like 2018 is book smart. You got a good the spread on your list. I, I'm just gonna say right now that like I hate your list, Justin. We haven't seen <laughs> haven't, any movie on you it. You haven't seen any of the. It movies. doesn't matter. Like I'm I not. This is like a black and white to movie. Any of this, it's it's gonna be like a lot of the other. We've seen right where I just sit there and like I don't get it. Like I don't relate to any of these characters. I, I know like, you're. Is this supposed for that, to be funny? But I would love if it was like a black and white movie and you dreaded it, and all of a sudden these movies change you, and you're just like, holy shit! After the quarantine, I'm <sighs> I'm gonna be a party dude. I would be shocked if that was the outcome of <laughs> any of these movies. We'll see. We're going to get to These it. are all going to be not recommends. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. We're, we're going to watch Can't Hardly Wait, and I can't hardly wait to uh, Josh is going to come out about it. Josh is going to come out of my list being calling himself the Vanster. <laughs> He's going to buy see, a van and spray talk- paint that with like a Viking and a unicorn shoe. on the side. It's going to have a, a shag carpet in it. <laughs> A mobile party. (laughs) Alright, we'll be back with Have You Seen? And we're back, having just seen Cannot hardly wait from 1998. Man, it's been a bit since I've seen this. Thanks, thanks, Justin. Thanks a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. You know, from the poster, I should have guessed this was a horror movie. Just a it's trapped a in a movie, trapped though. in a fucking house with a bunch of idiots. Right. Oh, welcome to the 90s. Right off the bat. So Ooh, this opening crap. scene that's just whispers, and I don't think it's the cast of this movie. I think they're just that's ADR'd this after, and it's just yeah. like vocal text and editors, and they're like. Except for that one guy who's saying like. Well, because uh, it leads into him. About fate. Right. Yeah. I but think this was one him. of those monologues that they were oh like. Oh my god! I fucking hate him. Oh. Wow. Oh my the god. The main character. Your yes. uh, character. Yeah. Yeah, Preston. Oh Ethan man, Embry. I hate him. 
this this was the last of a dying breed of movies late 90s to come out and just be like you watch them now and you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> right from the get-go but uh I, okay I, I gotta admit i did like this opening shot when it first started because you see people it's graduation somebody's played uh, the pardon me the original gray game boy got a little choked up there <laughs> a lot of emotions you know we went to sleep to those Game Boys. Um, welcome to Three Chord Punk Rock. We're going to be here for a while. Oh my god, guys. This soundtrack, there were so many times where it went straight from an Eve 6 song to a Smash Mouth song. Okay. Like, like seamless transition from one song to the next. We'll I'm get like, to it. What the fuck? But, you know, me and this soundtrack, if I were to graph it out, would look like the stock market. Like, it's all over the place. There were points when they walk into the party and, like, uh, fucking they... Thunderkill 65 or whatever from White Zombies playing. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm back on board. I love the soundtrack. <laughs> and then it's like 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't been a party in this house in 25 years. No, this I was just saying, mansion, like, I think this specifically that Smash Mouth song, I'm pretty sure they played it twice. No, they played this. They had a couple Smash Mouth songs that they played numerous times I'm pre- I know, not including I'm sure the soundtrack or i mean the they credits played, they played the song in the sound like not like not even like diegetic music yeah or anything no Just i know like this is in our soundtrack the same song twice yeah or three times <laughs> because this is an hour and 40 minutes this is way too long oh my god but what's really weird it, about it i paused it to take notes whenever like i took a note whenever they were in the bathroom scene one mm-hmm. time and i looked down like there's still 35 fucking minutes to this movie but what's really what? shocking is how fast they get to the party yeah well that's what i said like there's party, no build-up there's no build-up um i guess the next two movies on my list are a little bit more of a build-up to the party. Yeah, and I like that a little Especially, more. I like that way yeah. more, I realized. Yeah. So, I, I thought it was fine that there wasn't a build-up to the party, because like, the you... movie was the party. Okay. It was learning about all these characters within the confines of the I party. I think that's a really big part of real-life parties, though, is the build-up to the party. Like the getting I'll ready. take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. This Okay, so out of one out of three down, we haven't convinced Josh to be a party animal yet. I actually have a note that says, uh, I don't think I've ever been to a proper party. I can't relate to anything that's going on besides the fact that they graduated. Oh, <laughs> so we'll talk about the party. But this came out in 98. This was my final year of middle school, 8th grade. So this set expectations kind of high for high school, because this was the party movie. Everybody expected this, like I said, to be the next big one, the the Porkies or the Animal House. I remember a bunch of people, like, hyping this up, because so many people of the time were in it, TV stars. And it came out, and it was a disappointment a then, as much this... as it was tonight. Oh, man. It was... Uh... I I liked I remember liking this movie whenever it came back, but I definitely did not this rewatch. No, it was a di- uh, I didn't like it then, and I did not like it now. It's more I, I, I laughed here. more this time. I I, think. He, he, I did laugh at it a lot, but I think I said like I I think that phrasing is correct. I was laughing at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so our main character is Preston, and I wrote down nerd, but not like the super nerds we meet later. 
But he's not even that. Like, he's weird. Do you recognize? Do you recognize who the main kid nerd was? Like, I was trying to figure out how I knew who that kid was without oh, yeah. looking it up. Oh yeah, this is Ethan Embry. I right. No, I, no, 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 no. The the main like of the squad of nerds that are trying to get revenge, like the one that has like the really good night. Oh, um, what what's his real name? Peter Facielli? Is that him? Something like that. Who did he play but in the movie? Did he's you write a little, it down? Mike? Uh, Dexter? No, it wasn't Mike. Mike was the bully. Okay, Mike was the bully that dumped Amanda. I got that. Uh, his name in the movie was... I like that William. his compadres... Billy. Oh, Billy. Oh. Billy. Yeah. Okay, Charlie Corsmo. Uh, Charlie Corsmo. Yeah, he played uh, the little... The, the son in Hook. Yeah, also in Dick Tracy and What About Bob. Yeah. So really popular in the 90s. Or uh, early 90s as a kid actor, and then this was his like coming-of-age movie. Right. Which, it wasn't great, man. Like, that scene where he sang in front of everyone, I was like, what Ooh. the fuck is happening? He sounds awful. <laughs> so Preston... <laughs> When I wrote down nerd, I had I I know I know he I know he's not a super nerd. So I hyphenated it. Listen to this. He's the kind of nerd that tucks in his shirt and it's 1998. So put on them huge khaki cargo pants. Yeah, for sure. Just like sand brown with a brown shirt and then that bright red jacket. Was he at the end in the morning? Dude, that's too bright when I have a hangover. Like that's a nighttime jacket. Um the whole premise of this movie Josh, you want to give give us a rundown of why we even know Preston? Is that the main character? Don't don't mm-hmm. use character names, please. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I always use stereotypes because that's what this movie was. Uh, cargo pants. The main character. Yeah. Character. Uh, what about him? Let give us a rundown of what his why he's in this movie. Why we're following him. Why the uh, fuck is he? He wants to get with a girl, so he goes to the party. Cause it's she's fate, there. right? Oh my that god. They should be together. Uh, that's what he thinks. Go expand. Tell us. Tell us why. Uh, so when he was in first year, he uh, the girl he saw the girl outside, and she's hot, and then he, then she sat next to him, and she's still hot, and then she happened to be eating the same kind of pop tart that he was, and then she never talked to him for four years, and it was they meant never- to be. They never talked to each other. Yeah, because they had the same pop tart. Okay. And she sat next to him, and she. Oh, you forgot one other crucial thing. That song Mandy came on the radio, right, as they were going to the party. Yeah, the Barry Manilow song. Yeah, and her name's Amanda. Is Mandy short for a man? I guess it is. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to like reason this out, and it did not work. And he just seems like a stalker. He does. Yeah, he writes a fucking creepy letter. This is not an isolated incident. He's been revising this letter for four fucking years. Oh, okay. We were talking about him. Yeah. But I mean, this is not an isolated incident when it comes to movies like this. Uh, I was telling you, Justin, we just, uh, we got a lot of time, so we're watching quote unquote classic movies. And we rounded out the Brat Pack uh, with, you know, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, and then you got St. Elmo's Fire, which you really oh, don't hear a lot about. Candles. So we watch St. Elmo's Fire, and it's one of these. It's like sociopathic man who has vague 
tangential connection to some hot girl he's been fantasizing about since years ago when they like spoke to each other it's totally that workaholics episode when they're gonna go to the game together Dude, I've been watching a lot of old stuff, like stuff pre, like not old stuff, like stuff, like TV shows and stuff before the internet, and like they used to portray straight up stalking as like cute. Yeah, romantic. That's how it used to be. Like it used to, like before the internet came around and stalking got like real serious. I mean, it was always real serious, but you know, it definitely pumped in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and people are like, oh, okay, this actually is a problem, even <laughs> though still it's kind of hard for it to be taken seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, oh my god. But like, a lot of problematic shit in this. Shit. Right man. off the bat. Holy and throughout. Shit. He needs a fucking life, and she needs a fucking restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She's okay with it. Oh, no! she's not only okay no, with she's it. she's okay with it. I know, but no. <laughs> so, Kat hadn't seen this. She doesn't this, know. And she's she sitting in know. the other room. And uh, she's listening to it, and she's doing her own thing. But during this part, like, she she said, she's like, I'm in no way excusing it, but this is kind of an insight into a lot of men's behavior. Because if media influences us so much. And it's just like, oh, go a- go after that girl and be relentless and write her secret letters that you'll one day give to her. Yeah. And it's like, wow, it's so scary. Um, he it, has a friend, it, <laughs> Denise, and Denise is not, she's not like a goth in that crew. We have a lot of cliques, but it's not like Mean Girls last week where they really uh, artfully went through and highlighted each one and said what they were. This narration comes from, like, four people in this movie, and it's all over the place. But Denise is, like, Preston's best friend. She's uh, the redhead who goes to the party and really doesn't interact with anyone until Seth Green shows up. Um, She, like... She, like... There's that one girl who, like, tries to start a conversation with her. You know... I kind of related related to Denise a little bit because I'm also like really bad at starting conversations with mm-hmm. people. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for her when it, it it turned into like lonely redhead couch. Yeah. And she's like, "Are you in my class?" And it just turned out to be a bet. Like, "Ha, I told you she went to our school." I was like, "Ah, oh, burn." Yeah. I was kind of hoping the movie is going to shift to her perspective. That would have been more of a story. Like, that's the main character. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because she's no, not she's, didn't really. She was oh. way more interesting than the main character. I was glad that it didn't reveal that she'd been pining over someone the entire time. Oh, of course. Because that that's a track that you can follow in a lot of these movies. Like, I'm glad that it wasn't the main character. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, whatever, they, I thought they were setting it up for that. I thought so too. She is like the supportive friend. She's like, you know, you really don't have to do this. Like, we don't have to go to the stupid part. Okay. Whatever. And I was like, oh, that's where they're going. That okay. Can we get away? No, it was hinting that like that's what she wanted to happen, but I don't know. Maybe not. Was okay. Can we get into something? Was uh. was this Denny's the first like incel meeting to ever take place? When the jock <laughs> is sitting there and he's like, "Oh my god, hey, we should all dump our girlfriends right before this super epic party on graduation night because we're gonna get laid so hard in college." And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for sure it was i was like i wrote there that like man these guys are such douchebags um but okay I was like, one thing would be, one point they had for them before it went totally downhill they're like we don't want these little high school girls we want college women and i was like oh uh, all right well that that's something because most like, uh, yeah. it's, it's not like uh dazed and confused when uh what's his name's just like oh that's what i love about fucking high school girls or yeah. <laughs> that's what i love about right. high school girls matthew mcconaughey yeah uh no what i was saying uh is they were accidentally they accidentally sounded feminist because they were like all like the last bit of that conversation that's what I was, was getting them, at, yeah was them all saying like, "Yeah, the future is women." They were saying, <laughs> they kept slipping into feminism, but then like yanking their foot out and being like, "No, not today." Well, they, were do- they were doing it like accidentally. I was like, "Ooh, what if it was revealed that like the lead guy was like trying to like trick these guys into being feminists?" That would have been a great subplot, <laughs> and I could have got way more on board than this. Um. Yeah, this is when we meet Billy, the super nerd, who has a super plan heist with his other nerd friends, but also kind of a shrine to all the bully abuse he's suffered throughout the years. This was strange. Yeah. Did you ever keep, like, the pair of underwear that got ripped, you got wedgied so hard, and, like, put it up on your mantle, or take a picture of a black eye and then get it recreated at a bronze statue or something? Like, this is weird. No, did definitely didn't. Have, honestly, didn't really get bullied all that much. Happened no, a few times. Happened a few times. Sure, but, yeah. Like it wasn't anything ever. Like I never got into a fight. I didn't I have a had constant anybody. bully. Like I may have gotten bullied by different people at different times throughout yeah. high school. Yeah. But it's I, more of just like a general feeling of. This exclusion. is a straight up nemesis. This is his oh arc God. villain. <laughs> The thing is that he was describing that this guy did to him. I was like, my God, this is like way beyond a fucking bully. This is yeah, not a cop and you adult. just can't touch him or something. <laughs> did you recognize this bully, Josh? I know you've seen him in a movie. I'm sure I have, but no, I didn't recognize him. Uh, he plays the dad in the Twilight movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Why, have, well, at least you, he, why do you at least know that Josh somewhere. has seen those? I've seen a Twilight movie. Okay, which one? The third one. Yep, thought so. <laughs> just can't do the first one, can you? A random one, right? No. <laughs> just right in the same middle. With, same with Mockingjay. I've seen, like, the third one. Oh, ma- what are those? Do you, is there Hunger a games. reason that you do gotcha. that? I just, like, it's, it's just so... Just to dive somebody in. I know want to see a movie, and I'm like, okay, All right, sure. that's a, okay, okay, I see okay. that. Well, it's that's not like either of those series, you have to know what's going on to watch the third one. Yeah. Well, no, no, if it was an isolated incident, I would be like, yeah, that's probably what happened. But literally every movie franchise, you've only ever seen, like, the middle one. <laughs> I've seen all of Harry Potter. <laughs> Yay. Like, pretty much. I've seen all of Star Wars. Oh, thank God those don't have to be on the list, either of those. Oh, I can put them on the list. No, no we've, we've all, all seen, seen them. them. Have you, oh, have you seen all, all of them? Seen them? I haven't. Okay. Uh, to uh, I'll put I it haven't on seen the newest Harry Potter. That uh. You mean the Fantastic oh, Beasts? The ones with the, the Harry yeah. Potter's not yeah. Harry Potter. I haven't seen those either. I saw. Oh, the, those are I holy like... shit! I saw the first one in theaters, oh, and that's when right, it turned out Johnny Depp was secretly in the movie, <laughs> I I was just like. 
Why? Carol was secretly Johnny Depp the whole yeah, time. Yeah. What a twist. Wow, what a twist. Was this in the books? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine J.K. Rowling reading that part off in her head and thinking it's a great idea in a coffee shop somewhere. Oh, when these nerds are like plotting out their elaborate revenge to uh, jump this guy. Oh, you mean uh, which, the humiliation the way, heist? Yeah, where they're gonna like chloroform him and make it look like homemade chloroform by the way that's yeah. that's pretty dangerous it's not even that good of a plan like okay you're gonna go and party and somehow convince this like to go to another house yeah or like behind house. the shit the then we'll house. jump them and hope that we knock him over and, and then let's we'll get into the third act homophobia when it like strikes oh like a goddamn meteor holy shit but uh yeah yeah i love I mean, this humiliation piece, heist right? no this was 98, and this was this not meant to be any earlier. This was so late in the game for this language to be being Man, used by the like, I did not good rem- guys. I remember, their, I remember like the F-bomb being in there. I don't remember it being in there, what, like four times? I did not remember Holy it at crap. all. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention everything else. Okay. So, like, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> He has his X-Files. That's what they're credited as on IMDb, his uh, nerd compadres who are going to do this heist. Oh, yeah. I like this when they're setting it up and they're using like a model of the White House and all these toys. And they're like, this is when we jump off the roof. And skeletal. <laughs> they argue about which toy they want to be. Oh, right. totally. Yeah, I would. I, I, I like Donatello too. or Ninja uh, Michelangelo if we got Ninja Turtles. Though I call one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so but Kenny, the, the line I wanted to bring up here was like, they were like leaving, and the nerd were like, "You're like, oh man, are we are we gonna get to go on that party? You think there's gonna be girls there?" And he's like, "Yeah, there might even be people having sex tonight." And they're like, "Cool together." Yeah, it's like, yep. Jesus Christ, man! Like, I'm a nerd. Yeah, were people like, ever to like this? Yes. Listen like, to me. I guess. I am. Uh, yes. I am a nerd. Okay. You know <laughs> Self-proclaimed me. nerd. We I was never are all in a so much game of together. a nerd that I got excited about the concept that <laughs> anybody could be having sex at a given time. Okay, but straight up, I knew people who were. <laughs> they exist. That level of nerditude. Oof. Nerddom? Ooh. I think it's called... No, yeah. Nerditude. <laughs> Nerditude. So we're introduced to Kenny, and I, immediately I wrote down, it's, it's Kenny, a, it's a, question mark? It's a series six, Nerditude. This is, on this a, is, on Nerditude this is Seth Green. Is he a stoner? Yeah. Is he a poser? No, he, he's oh. a... I wrote, what even is this grocery guy stereotype? Exactly. A, and then immediately afterwards I wrote, what is this main character stereotype? He's a he's a he's a wannabe. He's a white rapper wannabe. We yeah. find out really quick. But I like okay. I don't like him the rest of the movie. But his first like introduction, he has this great point of vulnerability where he's like, I made a note too. I was like, oh, it's so nice to see that he has a friendship where he can like share his anxiety. He's about like, having I might get laid tonight, and they're like, really? And he's like, yeah. And his brow drops, and he's like. Kenny doesn't know how to please a woman. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, that was surprising. I thought we were only going to get better from there, but no. I know. Straight I like, downhill. 
I was like, hmm, maybe this is why I remember it being good. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> because from there, him and his friends go straight into one of the things that never fails to make a woman hotter. And that's to rank them in a 1 through 10 by who you'd bang. Yeah. <laughs> never fails. Oh, he goes to the party, him and his uh, cronies, we're going to call them stoner cronies. And, like, immediately detaches from them. No, there were stoners. Did you recognize one of them, Austin? Uh, I didn't... There were actually two stoner dudes, like, stereotypical stoner dudes. One of them was Jason Siegel. Yes, I recognized him. Uh, The other one I don't know. I don't either. Was was that other guy with him with the curly hair? Was he carrying, like, a lizard or something? So Jason Siegel's credited as Watermelon Guy, but... Brian Klugman is the guy credited as stoner guy, and uh, he he's he's still been this stuff. He was in that Neutron movie. He was in Cloverfield, so he he's still acting. It looks like yeah, bones up until 2016. Him. Ooh, <laughs> but um, was he carrying like a lizard or something? I think it was like an iguana. Yeah, like he, yeah. Like like he had an iguana on his. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Everybody knows an iguana guy, right? Like, that's his gimmick? He carries around an iguana? There's, like, snake no. guys. There's Oh, you don't go to enough parties. There's always bird guys, like, guys with I've parrots. I've been to or... so many parties with you, I've never seen an iguana guy. All right. Like I'm saying, you haven't been to enough parties. <laughs> after, after this all ends, we're all going to party, and I bet we'll see an iguana kid. <laughs> You're going to have to play uh, party bingo? Yeah. Yeah, from your party list, we'll like make up a bingo chart and just be like he 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 giggling in the corner as we point out. <laughs> that will be the bingo click. I wrote again <laughs> I, uh, in my notes. I have wow, more Eve six and more Smash Mouth. Oh, I Wait, definitely did they had... play this song twice. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have notes in here that's like, ooh, looks like Smash Mouth's back. <laughs> I see them more than the main character. <laughs> but, but Eve six too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you okay? You're more familiar with Eve Six. I, I yeah, I used to listen to them in like high school and shit. I didn't get exposed to them till later, so it doesn't hit me at that like visceral middle school level like it is you. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't imagine it does for very many people. The but... offspring was that was cool yeah. because they are already at the party. This is what we were talking about. We're Eve less than twenty like minutes into the movie. And we're rolling up at the party. We didn't get to see anybody getting ready. We didn't get to see any, like, nervous family dinners beforehand. Anybody coming to pick anybody up. Like, the thing that fleshes out the relationships building to the party. The parties in these movies is supposed to be a culmination, like, an explosion of everything we've been building to. And they get away with that in that opening whisper scene we talked about. It's, like, shoehorned in. Uh... How, how big is this house? This is big, bigger than the Home Alone house. But it's a party house. Like, of course, it's huge. And the girl who lives there is credited as girl whose party it is. <laughs> she has she. Her name is not said once throughout the movie. Why do they don't just give these characters names? Like, you just drop a line as people in, like, hey, Judy. Like, yeah. Come on. The exchange student is known as the exchange student. Right. Well, they call them that in the movie, at least. There are three jocks, number one, two, and three. There are three homeboys. (laughs) 
There was, I have written here was, I was like, was the girl who hosted the party abducted? She was in mid-sentence yelling about something she found in the fridge. There was a flash of light, and then she wasn't in that scene anymore, but the scene kept going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was in the fridge? She, what'd she see in the fridge where she screamed and ran away? She didn't run away! She was a flash of light and she was gone! I don't know, I think she ran away. Let's keep partying. <laughs> Everybody's in a denial. I watched that, I was like, what the fuck was that? She was literally screaming mid-sentence yeah, and then just flashed just gone. away. Be the second abduction. It's aliens never, from the stairs. It was never mentioned. A lot of aliens. <laughs> Uh, Sabrina, the also, teenage witch, is Seth here. Green, yeah. yeah. I also wrote that Seth Green didn't wash his hands after he peed. Oh, I definitely wrote that down in my notes. <laughs> yeah, he's trapped in the restroom with someone who he's about to have sex with and doesn't wash his hands after using the restroom. And she's like, oh, wow. <laughs> so we get this oh, band wrote... with um, uh, with Donald Faison Turk from Scrubs. And that's kind of a funny gimmick. The band is setting up, and they have all this drama like a band would. It's their first gig, and we never get to see them play throughout the entire movie. Like they have yeah, a that involved a budget. <laughs> there was so many people who came in. I was just like, "Hey, what's this thirty-year-old dude doing at this high school party?" Ooh, wee. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the like the jock that from like. <laughs> They graduated. That was like the only scene I even remotely liked. I will say there was one thing that did give it like the one legitimate laugh that this movie got from me was whenever Billy and the bully were bonding with drinks mm -hmm. and he was like, do you remember that time when you had to give that <laughs> stupid speech and I tripped you and everybody in the school laughed? He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, they're like, oh, it's ancient history. What was that? It was this morning. Graduation. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I laughed when the ner uh, the nerd made me laugh a couple of times, like when he first tasted beer and spit it up all over the guys at the keg. Uh, my notes were, uh, people work in the keg, and the tap should probably be nicer people. Like these guys come up and or he comes up and they immediately antagonize him. And he's like, it's is like this, a where the beer like, give him a beer though. They no, do. it's like a test. You have to come up and answer, like, uh... Answer me these riddles, please. <laughs> yeah, but instead of riddles, it's ridicules. Like, you have ridicules. to take our... Ridicules. You have to take our burn for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> we'll give you some beer. <laughs> nice. Okay, now we have another idea for our D&D campaign. You just have to stand there while we burn you for ten minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, so Amanda comes to the party... And everyone, like, the record scratches, people gasp, and it's like, why? Mike's been here for 40 minutes, like, talking to his bros or whatever. And well, they're, they're not dating anymore, remember? Yeah, but like, nobody gave a shit that Mike there. came. Why would they care that she came? Right. Mike's a douchebag, and nobody likes him. It seems like everybody likes Well, you're right, He's nobody like likes him. He's like popular guy. Right? Nobody liked him in this movie. Nobody did. Judging, judging solely by what we saw in this movie... He was popular by fact that he is good at sports, and that like he has his three douchebags that follow him around. Nobody else likes Ooh, him. Speaking of his three douchebags, jock number three was Freddy Rodriguez. Oh, I did recognize him. Yeah, Planet Terror, Six Feet Under, a lot of good stuff. 
Um, I did recognize. I him. wrote down. So we're still in like the first half of the movie, and I'm st- I'm still on Seth Green's side a little bit. I wrote down. Do you really have to rag on his dancing? Like this is a party. Let people dance, even if it's bad. It wasn't like Elaine from Seinfeld ba- bad. Right. Whatever he was dancing to himself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this this plays out later when they're trapped together, and they're like. I wrote it down. It's like antagonistic flirting. It, it's antagonistic strip sure. strip poker. They're yeah. just like, ugh, those are gross shoes. I hate oh, them. Take them off. Uh, I like ugh, what do you wear like, those go- sex goggles for? <laughs> whenever they like came back, I was like, well, everybody made fun of his huge pants, but it served him well whenever he was able to transform him into that blanket. <laughs> 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 Why was there a full-size blanket in a bathroom? <laughs> These are some really rich people. This is oh, and on the bath mat, right? Uh. Why would you have sex on someone else? I don't care. They're inexperienced. They talk about that. They're not inexperienced at living. Come on, they're in high school. Don't lay on a bath mat. <laughs> I don't yeah. care how rich these people are. It's oh, I like how I man. like how uh, Mike got visited by the fuckboy of parties past. Like <laughs> Jerry O'Connell comes and visits him, and then fades into the t- distance, like after sharing an ethereal. I was really hoping he would an actual ghost. I was too. I was too. <laughs> the party ghost. <laughs> he just manifests. I peaked in high school, party and over, so like, will ten. you. This is the ghost of my coolness. Ah. <laughs> so, um, our our like main character uh, is sitting down, and oh my god, there are so many white people in this movie. But the first black person to be introduced is made out to be the most annoying person in the world. He's following him around, and he's like, "Hey, you remember that time you shit your pants? You remember that time you got a boner in gym class?" Too. Right, right. But this is the first one that has a whole bunch of lines. Yeah, and they're no, all there definitely terrible. was a lot of white people in this movie. Even, like, the white rappers, it's like, oh, my God. But uh, he sits down, and he's like, you remember that horrible thing that happened? Ha, 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 And this Jennifer Love Hewitt's sitting there, and she overhears this story about him going to, like, the meatpacking facility on a field trip. And he's like, you remember that time you puked in your backpack and carried yeah, it around yeah. all day? And Jennifer, if you, this is the moment where she's like, wow, this guy's fucking hot. Like, <laughs> you can see it on her face. Like, she glances over and she's smiling and she's like biting her fucking lip. And like, that's what did yeah, it. You don't she gets know this guy? By her cousin. Oh, cousin Ron? You want to you wanna talk <laughs> this about was, this? Was, this was a prelude to our uh, current uh, porn climate level. <laughs> <laughs> of 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 uh, incest. Being We're uh, second cousins here. by marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he acts like a uh, a shoulder to cry on. He's like caring about her. He's like, tell me what's wrong. What happened? And this is gross. Everybody at the party is trying to get with her the day Mike dumped her. Like literally the second. Like the like second. it was the same scene. She just told Mike to fuck off, and then there was like. Six dudes in a row that asked Including the main character. Yeah. Oof. And we're supposed to be on his side? 
I guess I get it. So. He wasn't there, so he didn't know that like that just happened, and that like six other dudes just asked her out in a row. But he literally yelled "I love you" to her from above, and she didn't immediately walk away in disgust. So, but I, man, we were talking about this before the so show, right? I was saying to Josh before the show, and stop me if this wasn't. If we already talked about this, but when I when she encountered him and like told him off. I was sure she had read the letter already and was knew knew exactly who he was, and I was like, "Good for him." Nope. I thought I thought exact. I I I did. I knew that's not what was going to happen. Yeah. Because I'd seen this. Could we re-edit this but so that happens God. after she reads the yeah. letter? <laughs> Make it a way better movie. Because uh, holy crap, would it? man! Yeah, because holy shit, it's yeah. un- like that's unhealthy. And take out the end scene at the. Boston train station. But then she sees the letter, and she's suddenly okay with this. I'm saying, so, I'm saying, the letter is so get rid of the whole fact of her being okay with it. Yeah. Like having her read that letter, and then her going off on him being her reaction is what we're saying. Yeah, right, right. This sure. magic letter that he throws in the trash, it gets knocked out by the wind. It sticks to gum, gets on somebody's shoe, sticks to a keg, rolls inside, lands in a chip bowl. His fate. And I'm like, those chips are fucking toxic now. This thing was in the trash on the bottom of people's gummy shoe soles on stuck to a keg. And now it's in these chips. Ugh. Ugh. And she picks it up and, and she reads it. show you why we have pandemics. <laughs> and she picks it up and reads it and she's like, oh my god, who's this dude that's infatuated with me? I have no idea. So she has to find this yearbook, who, which is uh, he, Sabrina's entire plot. she knew the details of oh. this, all she knows is that some guy wrote her a sweet letter. That's that's what she sees. Yeah. Okay, so I don't blame her at all. But holy crap, if she knew that he's been pining over her and building this up in his head so much, she, she would have given the response that she gave before. She was right. Or like, screamed and ran oh away. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do we hear the contents of the letter? For no. 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 Uh, and that's a cheap move. That's really cheap. To not be able to write something really well, to just to leave it up to the... I mean, that's a great move in horror, because anything they don't show is scarier. But in, like, this context, that's some bullshit. Just write a couple of sappy lines from a song. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, she didn't get his letter, she got, like, a different letter, and she thought it was him? <laughs> and years later, And then, like, later, at the end of the movie, it shows the tuner, him. it's yeah. like, find the letter, like, in a trash can... And they're like, oh, what's this garbage? <laughs> These tactical nerds. Wow. Yeah, so then the nerd plan goes through. Like, he goes to get uh, Mike to jump him and get chloroform him. And it works, I guess. But at first, he, like, becomes friends with them. He wants to call it off. But then they get raided by the cops. First, Amanda tells him off. And there's this huge dramatic scene because he's... He's starting to come around and being like, I made a huge mistake. I need to go back to her. So he runs up and starts like trying to make out with her, and she's disgusted. She's like, you've been a dick forever, so no. And then like storms out, and that's when we get like the first huge F-bomb dropped, and it's 80-yard. It comes from no one on scene. It's just like... That's the first one. That's the first one. No, it's not. When's the first one? Uh, in the supermarket when we first meet really? Seth Green and his homies, they call him that whenever they look in his backpack. 
they look in his backpack and he's got like the sex kit for one in there. Yeah, and uh, he's got perfume and he's like, yo, this guy's a... And then they say it, and he's just like, hey, no, it's just for smelling good. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, you missed one. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Seth Green and the redhead are, are trapped in the restroom, and this is when we get that... It's like, we were childhood friends, so we should fuck. Like, this crazy logic shift from them hating each other. It's just because they're horny and we're locked into a room together. Sure. Like... <laughs> it's terrible. They they yeah. say that right away. They do break up at the end movie and then get back together. Oh my god, we get an epilogue like we that said been that we love from last week. So, yeah, you guys, I was saying, oh, hey, look, you guys finally got the epilogue thing that you wanted. But then I was like, wait a second. You can't do this whole, like, character, <laughs> what happens later in life and the characters still thing and then have more movies. Yeah. Yeah. Bad move. Um our main character is driving around sad now because Amanda uh shun- she's like, No, you can't uh don't talk to me, you're a fucking creep. So he gets in his car and he goes to like the football field and just sits there and waits until he hears the radio and it's like if you wanna ask Barry Manilow a question, it's 3 a.m. and you can call him because he's in Tokyo and our radio station has a direct line and he's like oh my god I can find out if that song was actually about what I want it to be about and it's like oh before the internet how terrible was that he (laughs) and cell phones like he has to drive to a cell phone and meets uh uh great was this Dharma from Dharma and Greg yeah yeah she's Dressed as an angel, she's a dancer, a sex worker, and she's like, my car broke down, and she's like, whatever you're doing, it can wait. And I'm like, yeah, she's right. He's trying to call Barry Manilow in Japan to ask him about a song that's, (laughs) like, 20 years old at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For (sighs) sure. Really strange plot point. Amanda finds the letter. This is what we're talking about. She finds it in the chip bowl, and, ooh, she's just like, wow. Somebody somebody cares? Somebody wants to be with me who really wants to be with... Uh, is it one of those guys who approached me in a line earlier when they found out I was for sure single? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one I of the believe this. When, when her and uh, Mike are like fighting in this party, this line, he's just like, Amanda, who's going to want you now? <laughs> And everybody yeah. in the background is just like, dude, are you, are you kidding? Are you crazy? Are you kidding? <laughs> like, we hate you. What are you doing? Why are you, you tearing into this person that you broke up with? <laughs> and tried to convince all your jock friends to break up with their girlfriends the same day. Like, multiple times, then getting mad because they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it, didn't, like, it didn't even go right, because none of them did it. Right. None of them did it. What is this weird They're pact? like, oh, we got Pearl Jam tickets. I was like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> hey, at least asked when the when concert was. Like, you know, if it you was know, like next yeah. week, you'd be okay with it. Right, right, just to see how long they had. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I wrote see down at one point, oh, uh, not only are people allowed to date in this movie if they have the same skin color, but they also have to have the same hair color. It seems because we have. Well, like, Melissa Joan Hart ends up with the other annoying guy. 
Mal- Sabrina? Yeah. I didn't At know. the very end of the movie in the diner, they're like, uh, she like is like trying to dry out her yearbook after it got thrown in the pool. And she's like, I can't believe they got rid of this. All these precious memories. And he's like, I keep telling everybody memories are all we got left. And hold hands and look into each other's eyes. You yeah, know, I yeah. didn't eat. I must have been looking away. I didn't catch that scene. <laughs> Oof. But yes, I get what you're saying. Oh, because yeah. yes, it was like they had to have the same hair color. The redheads hook up. The brunettes hook up. The two like <laughs> black people that are characters hook up. Ugh. Yeah. And oh my, when they say the N word, these <laughs> Seth Green's crew. Ooh, Ooh. What? Way too late in the '90s to, for this to be in a comedy movie. Yeah. It was not good. This was real, real cringy. Uh, what do you think about this um, this thief kid who keeps popping in and out intermittently throughout the movie? Yeah, I was going to notice, see if either of you noticed him. <laughs> you see that, Josh? I saw him a bit, yeah. He steals the he cop car. He stole the cop car, and he stole, like, he came in after that, so he still has that cop car, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, and a gumball machine in the back. Um, yeah... The party ends, it gets broken up by the police, and I'm like, why isn't the movie over? Like, you can have... There was like 20 minutes left in the movie yeah. that happened. I was like, what you're going to have the movie end, for you have to fade to black, and you get one sunrise scene. You're, you're allowed to have that. It, but you have to hold that tension for a little while. Instead, they're just hanging out all night the next morning the next afternoon he goes to the train station like so much shit happens yeah yeah no it's it shouldn't have gone as long as it did it was a slog to get through can you imagine how much longer this was going to be when it was an r rating like this had so many drastic cuts to get it down you said a bunch of scenes got cut right so yeah let's let me talk about this there were, uh, Jennifer Elise Cox was in it. She was known as the drunk crying girl, or credited. And she was a character who was so drunk, she had subtitles when she spoke, and it was a gimmick. Uh, her scenes were key to explaining what was going on in the movie. It was like all this missing exposition that got cut. That's nuts. The three-hour director's cut of Can't Hardly Wait. Ooh. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's... It'll fix it, everyone says, just like the Snyder cut. There was a stoned girl scene, played by Amber Benson, who is glimpsed holding a banana as William walks through the kitchen to taste his first beer. It takes place in between the scenes where Kenny hits on Ashley. Oh, who cares, whatever. Um, I... Just took three thingies of herbal ecstasy, is the way they say this. So I imagine she made like some sort of banana bong or smoking apparatus. Uh, oh, what? the original opening was cut. It takes place at a bookstore the day before graduation, and Preston is talking to Denise, the main character in The Redhead, about his desire for Amanda and his plans for going away to college. That's something I thought was really strange, is he's going away the next day, and they never really describe why. I guess because he's going to college. He says he's taking a seminar with Kurt Vonnegut at the end. (laughs) He does. Really? I must have missed that. Yeah, he's like, it's my favorite author, and I'm taking a seminar, and I get to meet Kurt Vonnegut. And I'm like, what? 
That's character <laughs> development. Why is it in the stinger? We're not setting it up for a fucking it's the last University of Avengers. Movie. And I, I thought I thought that they were just gonna have like the only reason they were gonna say that was so that he could just be like, Well fuck that, I'm gonna stay here with you. <laughs> Uh, there was a lot that's of. I, I was uh, so sure that's. There was, was a lot happen. more like explicit making out and some nudity that was cut. The makeout room, the red room that he gets pulled into, mm-hmm. after seeing karaoke, there was a whole scene that took place in there that was cut. Um, the so mini. The one where no, he got oh, cut because oh. they didn't want to show him fully penetrating I those know. girls. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. That guy taking the lizard around. That was a dinosaur bong. Okay. Yeah. It was a dinosaur bong. That it makes wasn't so a living lizard. <laughs> what were you smoking that you thought it was a living lizard? <laughs> I didn't think it was a living lizard, but I thought that like the move, I, it definitely was a prop. Okay, when we were talking about party people, was... I meant live animals. Like you'll, that's the kind you'll meet at parties, not people carrying around toys. Well, I was thinking that it was a prop, but like the movie was positing that he was ha- like he had like a lizard. Mm-hmm. But the, it was obvious, like it was a prop lizard. I don't know. Okay, I I hear you. Ooh, yeah. Uh, glad. I guess I'm glad we got this one out of the way, Justin. <laughs> Do you think the other ones are going to be better? I've seen one of them, so yeah. I can only hope. Do you Do you think it? Do you think the other one that you've seen is better than this? From what you remember? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You've seen it when it came out. I haven't watched it since. Ooh, so maybe we may have another situation here. <laughs> uh, so there's the original Kenny bit at the end, like his his uh, epilogue. It read, Kenny went to UCLA and found a bunch of people just like him. Unable to compete, he reinvented himself as an eco-conscious vegan nudist. He currently lives with a cult in North California. there's that whole time in the 90s where seth green was like supposed to be like i guess kind of like a the nerd heartthrob because he was like this is around the same time he was the werewolf in buffy right Mm -hmm. yeah right before he was in oh no right after he was in the first austin powers as dr evil's son so this is way later than well no when was he in buffy that's Uh, gotta be around this time right it ran for a while so yeah Oh, ah, this did not deliver can you in imagine, any Josh? capacity. Can you imagine that redheaded, like, nerdy dude being a werewolf? No. Because <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah, on the TV show for several years. Yeah. Uh, the main character, Ethan Embry, claims to barely remember being in the film because he was so stoned the entire time while filming. I saw that he he still he claims to have never watched this movie all the way through or read a script that he wasn't in. Wow. You gotta watch it at least once, right? <laughs> Unless it's really bad. I guess. I don't this know. This has like a six point five on a several sites. Six yeah, there's a lot of, of people who love this movie. There's a lot of people who love it's crazy. And a ten million dollar budget. How much did it make opening weekend? Um, I don't, I don't still have that up, but we, like I said, I saw it at a outdoor theater. It wasn't like a theater opening weekend. So. Have you guys ever been to a drive-in? Oh yeah. Uh, no. I saw a double feature at a drive-in. We used to have, uh, 
a drive-in movie theater. There might still be one in Carlsbad. So opening weekend, eight million. Uh, gross worldwide, twenty-five million. Okay. Very successful. Uh, I saw a double feature at a drive-in. It was the Simpsons movie, and then Knocked Up. So I saw those in the same night. Knocked Up. Well, speaking of Knocked Up, I believe Superbad is uh, up a up to, up a adjacent. J- yeah, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Yeah, we got a he lot did. of the same returning he characters. Did knock, he did Knocked Up, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's another one that was too long. Please don't put it on the list. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, so the next, chronologically, like, if we went in order, which, you know, this is done by Dice Roll, so who knows, but the Super Bad came out in 2007, which was I graduated school. Okay. So I remember watching that and, like, thinking, wow, my graduation was nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, high school was nothing like this in a lot of ways. No, so, and I know that you got I've told this story before on here. I did have a weird thing happen in my high school thing where Polly Shore showed up. And it wasn't even to my high school graduation, it was like to the after party. You a lock in. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't what? believe you had a lock in. That's such a strange concept to me. I know. And and I just because like I've said that story and I was like just to make sure that like I haven't just done too many drugs or like I imagined it or something. I I reached out to an old classmate and they confirmed it and they're like, "Yeah, he was definitely coked out of his mind." <laughs> of course. They're like, I think he had like a stand-up show that same night, and I'm like, why the fuck did Polly Shore have a stand-up him? show? Can you imagine in Roswell, New Mexico? Your principal, and then why the yeah. fuck did he come to our lock-in? Your principal or vice principal or something was out on the town. They were getting drinks, and they're like, holy shit, the students would love this. I have to get him, and he's like. I'll pay you to be locked up with a bunch of high school seniors the night of their graduation. And that seems like a good idea like, to both of them. And he's just like, wheezing the j- <laughs> Good, Good impression. Yeah. <laughs> you can make that reference no, since we've seen Encino Man on the show. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this you was guys bad. need some more Polly Shore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> In like, the army the now, uh, son, son-in-law. No, we've done the best one. Goofy movie. Sure, he had a small I've friend. Seen goofy hat. movie. Ah, oh, we've all seen Goofy movie. Uh, <laughs> I did not go to a party senior graduation. Either. No? I mean, I went to that thing that every like it was like that school sponsored thing, but like that doesn't count. We didn't have that. We just had the graduation ceremony and then i believe my family took me out to like applebee's or something so no no parties <laughs> got wild have a party that i'm justin i'm josh and i'm austin hey have you guys seen can't hardly wait yeah no Oh, look at that. Surprise! It's another one that I've seen that Josh hasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just uh, going to go ahead and go be up front with my theme. Yeah, uh, yeah I think you mentioned is, it during the last episode, but go ahead. It's party movies. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we're in the uh, we're in the quarantine times right now, so I'm jonesing for social interaction. Ooh, alright. So, uh, I'm putting some... live vicariously through this movie. I'm putting some party movies on the list. And I'll just go ahead and say that, like, yeah, I'm doing party movies and Animal House isn't on my list. Sue me. That was a little bit before my time, alright? Like, I liked it and I watched it, but it wasn't, like, the three that I have on here, I've seen way more times than that. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'll talk about my history with this movie after we watch it, probably, after we get started. Uh, you know what we do, Josh. Every episode, right. the person who hasn't seen the movie has to give a brief, uh, not-too-detailed description, an elevator pitch, if you will, of the movie, said movie, based solely on the title. This is uh, Cannot Hardly Wait, from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot <Stop>. Hardly Waiteth. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I'm going to ignore the fact that I know the theme of it's Justin and that I accidentally saw the movie poster when I loaded the video. Well, that's okay, Josh. Um, it would be a really bad pitch. It would be a really bad pitch if you just went party movie. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm sure that's what this is going to be. Because I'm know, sure but, all of them are just going to be. But you, you can extrapolate on that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to ignore the part because part I had a really good idea uh, in my head heard the title okay. on the chat. Okay. I really, what I really want it to be, I guess it's kind of party movie related. I want it to be like a lead up to something like that. Like a guy is in like high school or in or college and he's going to turn like 18 or 21 or, and he's going to be able to like drive or smoke or drink, like have a big cool party. And uh, the whole movie is like the lead up to that. Like he's, he's telling all his friends and he's telling the school he's getting ready and he's going to like his parents are town on vacation and he's going to throw like biggest coolest like coming of age thing ever and then it gets to the end and he realizes that he's like actually turning 17 or whatever and not 18 Ooh, like his parents uh skipped him ahead a grade like kindergarten to second grade yeah like somehow him. he like mistracked his age and okay he's, he's so actually weird. not 18 he buys all this beer and like the cops show up and like his parents come, like his parents aren't going on vacation until next week you always hear the trope of, like, parents hiding the fact that they had to hold their kids back a grade so they don't know that they're 18. Or, yeah, or, but like, this they is end to humble being... them. It's the opposite. But I've, I've never, ever heard of parents being like, oh, we can't let him know that he was too f smart for the first grade. He'll get too big for his britches. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, we've done a couple other movies like that. I think what's really? uh, da we? Dazed and Confused was the lead up to a really big party because it's like the last night of school of the year. I can't believe uh, American Pie isn't on your list. Oh it's yeah, not, it's not a movie that's just about one party though. It's about uh, Josh hasn't it's seen it. So not... I don't... It kind of is though. It kind of but is. Rewatch it. Not. I have seen it though, and it's not. They. They make a pact to lose their virginity by, like, it's like graduation night when there's a gigantic party. So it is a lead-up to, like, an event like that. I don't know what's really weird. I've seen all of the, like, ancillary American Pie movies, like, the American wow. Pie Presents movies more wow. than I've seen the actual American Pie movies. <laughs> wow. You're on a list for saying that. I didn't that. realize it was a franchise. It's a big, dirty franchise. It is a not Is that just because franchise. you worked at Hastings? 
Oh, yeah. And they had the, all of them? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. It was strictly out of boredom. <laughs> oh, I know what's going on. <laughs> but, yeah, American I, I, Pie was sandwiched directly in between this one and Superbad. Superbad's the one that I've watched the most out of my list. Uh-huh. Um, but I've definitely seen this movie a lot. Um, not recently, but I watched this a lot. I saw like, this in a while, an outdoor like, theater when it came out. Maybe about like 10 years ago I would watch this. This was one of my go-tos. Okay. So it was 98. I probably saw this 98 or late 98, early 99, because there was an outdoor theater near where I grew up. What year is this movie? 98. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Late 90s. So, yeah, my it's it's late 90s, then, like, mid-2000s, and then the, like, 2018 is book smart. You got a good the spread on your list. I, I'm just going to say right now that, like, I hate your list, Justin. We haven't seen <laughs> haven't, any movie on you it. You haven't seen any of the It movies. doesn't matter. Like, I'm I not... This is, like, a black and white movie. any of this. It's, it's going to be, like, a lot of the other... You've seen, right, where I just sit there, and, like, I don't get it. Like I don't relate to any of these characters. I, I know like, you're is this supposed for to be that, funny. But I would love if it was like a black and white movie, and you dreaded it, and all of a sudden these movies change you, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" After the quarantine, I'm I'm going to be a party dude. I would be shocked if that was the outcome <laughs> of any of these movies. We'll see. We're gonna get to these. It. Are all gonna be not recommends? I'm calling it right now. Yeah. We're, we're gonna watch. Can't hardly wait. And I can't hardly wait to uh, Josh is going to come out. About it. Josh is going to come out of my list, being calling himself the Vanster. <laughs> He's going to buy See, a van and spray paint that with like a Viking and, and a unicorn on the side. It's going to have a, a shag carpet in it. A mobile party. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with Have You Seen? We're back, having just seen Cannot Hardly Wait from 1998. Man, it's been a bit since I've seen this. Thanks, thanks, Justin. Thanks a whole bunch. Yeah, thanks a lot. You know, from the poster, I should have guessed this was a horror movie. Just a trapped in a trapped in a fucking house with a bunch of idiots. Right. Welcome to the 90s, right off the bat. So Ooh, this opening crap. scene that's just whispers, and I don't think it's the cast of this movie. I think they're just ADR'd this after, and it's just yeah. like vocal text and editors, and they're like. Except for that one guy who's saying like. Well, because it um, leads into him. About fate, right. yeah. I but think this was one of those him. monologues that they were oh like. Oh my god, I fucking hate him. Oh. Wow. Oh my the god. The main character. Your yes. uh, character. Yeah. Yeah, Preston. Oh Ethan man, Embry. I hate him. This this was the last of a dying breed of movies, late 90s, to come out and just be like, you watch them now and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right? From the get-go. But, uh, I, okay, I, I gotta admit, I did like this opening shot when it first started, because you see people, it's graduation, somebody's played, uh, the, pardon me, the original gray Game Boy. Got a little choked up there. He's <laughs> a lot of emotions, you know? We went to sleep to those Game Boys. Um, welcome to 
three chord punk rock. We're gonna be here for a while. Oh my god, guys! This soundtrack. There were so many times where it went straight from an Eve Six song to a Smash Mouth song. Okay. Like like seamless transition from one song to the next. We'll I'm get like, to it. What the fuck? But you know, me and this soundtrack, if I were to graph it out, would look like the stock market. Like it's all over the place. There were points when they walk into the party and like uh, fucking they... Thunderkill 65 or whatever from White Zombies playing, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm back on board. I love the soundtrack. <laughs> and then it's like 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't been a party in this house in 25 years. No, this I'm just saying, mansion. Like, I think this specifically that Smash Mouth song, I'm pretty sure they played it twice. No, they played this. They had a couple Smash Mouth songs that they played numerous times I'm pre- I know, not including I'm sure the soundtrack or i mean the they credits played, they played the song in the sound like not like not even like diegetic music yeah or anything no Just i know like this is in our soundtrack the same song twice yeah or three times <laughs> because this is an hour and 40 minutes this is way too long oh my god but what's really weird it, about it i paused it to take notes whenever like i took a note whenever they were in the bathroom scene one mm-hmm. time and i looked down like there's still 35 fucking minutes to this movie but what's really what? shocking is how fast they get to the party yeah well that's what i said like there's party, no build-up there's no build-up um i guess the next two movies on my list are a little bit more of a build-up to the party. Yeah, and I like that a little Especially, more. I like that way yeah. more, I realized. Yeah. So, I, I thought it was fine that there wasn't a build-up to the party, because like, the you? movie was the party. Okay. It was learning about all these characters within the confines of the I party. I think that's a really big part of real-life parties, though, is the build-up to the party. Like the getting I'll ready. take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. This Okay, so out of one out of three down, we haven't convinced Josh to be a party animal yet. I actually have a note that says, uh, I don't think I've ever been to a proper party. I can't relate to anything that's going on besides the fact that they graduated. Oh, so we'll talk about the party. But this came out in 98. This was my final year of middle school, 8th grade. So this set expectations kind of high for high school, because this was the party movie. Everybody expected this, like I said, to be the next big one, the the Porkies or the Animal House. I remember a bunch of people like hyping this up, because so many people of the time were in it, TV stars. And it came out, and it was a disappointment a then, as much this... as it was tonight. Oh, man. It was... Uh... I I liked I remember liking this movie whenever it came back, but I definitely did not this rewatch. No, it was a, uh, I didn't like it then, and I did not like it now. It's more I, I, I laughed here. more this time. I I, think. He, he, I did laugh at it a lot, but it, I think I said like I I think that phrasing is correct. I was laughing at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so our main character is Preston, and I wrote down nerd, but not like the super nerds we meet later. He's, but he's not even that. Like, we do, you recognize, do you recognize who the main kid nerd was? Like, I was trying to figure out how I knew who that kid was without oh, yeah. looking it up. Oh, yeah. This is Ethan Embry. I, right. No, I, no, no. No, no, no. The, the main, like, of the squad of nerds that are trying to get revenge. Like, the one that has, like, the really good night. Oh, um, what what's his real name? Peter? Facielli? Is that him? Something like that. Who did he play but in he, the movie? Did you write it down? 
Mike? Uh, Dexter? No, it wasn't Mike. Mike was the bully. Okay, Mike was the bully that dumped Amanda. I got that. Uh, his name in the movie was... I like that William. his compadres... Billy. Oh, Billy. Oh. Billy. Yeah. Okay, Charlie Corsmo. Uh, Charlie Corsmo. Yeah, he played uh, the little... The, the son in Hook. Yeah, also in Dick Tracy and What About Bob. Yeah. So really popular in the 90s. Or uh, early 90s as a kid actor, and then this was his like coming-of-age movie. Right. Which, it wasn't great, man. Like, that scene where he sang in front of everyone, I was like, what Ooh. the fuck is happening? He sounds awful. <laughs> so Preston... <laughs> When I wrote down nerd, I had I I know I know he I know he's not a super nerd, so I hyphenated it. Listen to this, he's the kind of nerd that tucks in his shirt, and it's 1998, so put on them huge khaki cargo pants. Yeah, for sure. Just like sand brown with a brown shirt, and then that bright red jacket. Was he at the end in the morning, dude? That's too bright when I have a hangover. Like that's a nighttime jacket. Um, the whole premise of this movie. Josh, you want to give give us a rundown of why we even know Preston? Is that the main character? Don't don't mm-hmm. use character names, please. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I always use stereotypes because that's what this movie was. Uh, cargo pants. The main character. Yeah. Character. Uh, what about him? Let give us a rundown of what his why he's in this movie. Why we're following him. Why the uh, fuck is he? He wants to get with a girl, so he goes to the party because it's she's fate, there. right? Oh my that god! They should be together. Uh, that's what he thinks. Go expand. Tell us. Tell us why. Uh, so when he was in first year, he uh, the girl he saw the girl outside, and she's hot, and then he, then she sat next to him, and she's still hot, and then she happened to be eating the same kind of pop tart that he was, and then she never talked to him for four years, and it was they meant never- to be. They never talked to each other. Yeah, because they had the same pop tart. Okay. And she sat next to him, and she. Oh, you forgot one other crucial thing. That song Mandy came on the radio, right, as they were going to the party. Yeah, the Barry Manilow song. Yeah, and her name's Amanda. Is Mandy short for a man? I guess it is. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to like reason this out, and it did not work. And he just seems like a stalker. He does. Yeah, he writes a fucking creepy letter. This is not an isolated incident. He's been revising this letter for four fucking years. Oh, okay. We were talking about him. Yeah. But I mean, this is not an isolated incident when it comes to movies like this. Uh, I was telling you, Justin, we just, uh, we got a lot of time, so we're watching quote-unquote classic movies. And we rounded out the Brat Pack uh, with, you know... uh, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, and then you got St. Elmo's Fire, which you really oh, don't hear a lot about. Candles. So we watched St. Elmo's Fire, and it's one of these. It's like sociopathic man who has vague, tangential connection to some hot girl he's been fantasizing about since years ago when they like spoke to each other. It's totally that Workaholics episode when they're going to go to the game together. Dude, I've been watching a lot of old stuff, like stuff pre, like not old stuff, like stuff, like TV shows and stuff before the internet, and like they used to portray straight up stalking as like cute. Yeah, 
romantic. That's how it used to be. Like it used to like before the internet came around and stalking got like real serious. I mean, it was always real serious, but you know, it definitely pumped in the public eye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and people were like, "Oh, okay, this actually is a problem," even <laughs> though still it's kind of hard for it to be taken seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. It's oh my god, but like a lot of problematic shit in this shit right man. off the bat. And throughout. shit. He needs a fucking life, and she needs a fucking restraining order. Yeah. (laughs) She's okay with it. Oh, she's not only okay with it. No, she's okay with it. I know, but (laughs) no. So, Kat hadn't seen this. She doesn't know. And she's sitting in the other room, and uh, she's listening to it, and she's doing her own thing, but during this part, like... She she said she's like I'm in no way excusing it, but this is kind of an insight into a lot of men's behavior because if media influences us so much, and it's just like oh go a- go after that girl and be relentless and write her secret letters that you'll one day give to her. Yeah, and it's like wow, it's so scary. Um, he it, has a friend, it... <laughs> Denise. And Denise is not, she's not like a goth in that crew. We have a lot of cliques, but it's not like Mean Girls last week where they really uh, artfully went through and highlighted each one and said what they were. This narration comes from like four people in this movie and it's all over the place. But Denise is like Preston's best friend. She's uh, the redhead who goes to the party and really doesn't interact with anyone until Seth Green shows up. Um, she, like... She, like... There's that one girl who, like, tries to start a conversation with her. You know, I kind of related related to Denise a little bit because I'm also, like, really bad at starting conversations with mm-hmm. people. Oh, I felt so bad for her when <laughs> it, it, it turned into, like, lonely redhead couch. Yeah, and she's like, "Are you in my class?" And it just turned out to be a bet. Like, ha! I told you she went to our school. I was like, "Ah, oh, burn!" Yeah. I was kind of hoping the movie was going to shift to her perspective. That would have been more of a story. Like, that's the main character. Yeah, because yeah, she's no, not. She's, didn't really. She was oh. way more interesting than the main character. I was glad that it didn't reveal that she'd been pining over someone the entire time. Oh, of course. Because that. That's a track that you can follow in a lot of these movies. Like, I'm glad that it wasn't the main character. Oh, yeah. That yeah whatever, they, I thought they were setting it up for that. I thought so, too. She's like the supportive friend. She's like, you know, you really don't have to do this. Like, we don't have to go to the stupid part. Okay. And whatever. And I was like, oh, that's where they're going. That, okay. Can we Thank get away? No, it was swerve. hinting that, like, that's what she wanted to happen. But I don't know. Maybe not. Was Okay. Can we get into something? Was uh. Was this Denny's the first, like, incel meeting to ever take place. When the jock is sitting there and he's like, Oh my god! Hey, we should all dump our girlfriends right before this super epic party on graduation night because we're going to get laid so hard in college. And they're like, Yeah! (laughs) For sure, it was. I was like, I wrote there that, like, man, these guys are such douchebags. Um... But okay, like, one thing, be, one point they had for them before it went totally downhill. They're like, we don't want these little high school girls. We want college women. And I was like, oh, uh, all right, well that that's something, because most like, it's, yeah. it's not like uh, dazed and confused when uh, what's his name's just like, oh, that's what I love about fucking high school girls, or yeah. <laughs> that's what I love about right. high school girls. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. 
Uh, no. What I was saying uh, is they were accidentally they accidentally sounded feminist because they were like all like the last bit of that conversation was, was them yeah. was them all saying like yeah the future is women they were saying- <laughs> they kept slipping into <laughs> feminism but then like yanking their foot out and being like no not today oh, they, were do- they were doing it like accidentally I was like ooh what if it was revealed that like the lead guy was like trying to like trick these guys into being feminists that would have been a great subplot <laughs> and i could have got way more on board than this um uh, yeah this is when we meet billy the super nerd who has a super plan heist with his other nerd friends but also kind of a shrine to all the bully abuse he suffered throughout the years this was strange yeah do you ever keep like the pair of underwear that got ripped you got wedged so hard and like put it up on your mantle or take a picture of a black eye and then get it recreated at a bronze statue or something like this is weird no, did definitely didn't. Have, honestly, didn't really get bullied all that much. Happened no, a few times. Happened a few times. Sure, but, yeah. Like it wasn't anything ever. Like I never got into a fight. I didn't I have a had constant anybody. bully. Like I may have gotten bullied by different people at different times throughout high yeah. school. Yeah. But it's I, more of just like a general feeling of. This exclusion. is a straight up nemesis. This is his oh my arc God. villain. <laughs> The thing is that he was describing that this guy did to him. I was like, my God, this is like way beyond a fucking bully. This is yeah, not a cop and you just can't touch him or something. <laughs> did you recognize this bully, Josh? I know you've seen him in a movie. I'm sure I have, but no, I didn't recognize him. Uh, he plays the dad in the Twilight movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Why, have, well, at least you, he, why do you at least know that Josh somewhere. has seen those? I've seen a Twilight movie. Okay, which one? The third one. Yep, thought so. Can't, just can't do the first one, can you? A random one, right? No. <laughs> just right in the same middle. Same with same with Mockingjay. Seen like the third one. Oh, Ma- what are those? Do you? Is Hunger there a games. reason that you do gotcha. that? I just like, it's, it's just so just to dive somebody in. I know want to see a movie and I'm like okay all right sure. that's a, okay okay I see okay. that well, it's that's not like either of those series you have to know what's going on to watch the third one yeah well, no, no if it was an isolated incident I would be like yeah that's probably what happened but literally every movie franchise you've only ever seen like the middle one <laughs> I've seen all of Harry Potter. <laughs> Yay. Pretty much seen all of Star Wars. Oh, thank God those don't have to be on the list either. Of those. Oh, I can put them on the list. No, no we've, we've all, all seen, seen them. them. Have you, oh, have you we've seen all, all of them? Seen them? I haven't. Okay. Uh, to. Uh, I'll put I it haven't on seen the newest Harry Potter. That uh. You mean the Fantastic oh, Beasts? The ones with the, the Harry yeah. Potter's not yeah. Harry Potter. I haven't seen those either. I saw. Oh, the, those are. I holy like... shit! I saw the first one in theaters, oh, and when right, it I turned did. out Johnny Depp was secretly in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just like, why? Carol was secretly Johnny Depp the whole yeah, time. Yeah. What a twist. Wow, what a twist. Was this in the books? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine J.K. Rowling reading that part off in her head and thinking it's a great idea in a coffee shop somewhere. Oh, when these nerds are like plotting out their elaborate revenge to uh, jump this guy. Oh, you mean uh, which, the humiliation the way- heist? 
Yeah, where they're gonna like chloroform him and make it look like homemade chloroform. By the way, that's yeah. that's pretty dangerous. It's not even that good of a plan. Like, okay, you're gonna go and party and somehow convince this like to go to another house. Yeah, or like behind house. the shit. The then we'll house. jump them and hope that we knock him over and, and chloroform. Then let's we'll get into the third act homophobia when it like strikes oh like a goddamn meteor. Holy shit! But uh, yeah, yeah, I love I mean, this humiliation heist. No, this was 98, and this was this not meant to be any earlier. This was so late in the game for this language to be being Man, used by the like, I did not good rem- guys. I remember, their, I remember like the F-bomb being in there. I don't remember it being in there, what, like four times? I did not remember Holy it at crap. all. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention everything else. Okay. So, like, Jesus. <laughs> He has his X files. That's what they're credited as on IMDb. His uh, nerd compadres who are gonna do this heist. Oh, yeah. I like this when they're setting it up and they're using like a model of the White House and all these toys. And they're like, "This is when we jump off the roof and skeletal." <laughs> they argue about which toy they want to be. Oh, right. totally. Yeah, I would. I, I, I like Donatello too. or Ninja uh, Michelangelo if we got Ninja Turtles. Though I call one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so but Kenny, the, the line I wanted to bring up here was like, they were like leaving, and the nerd were like, "You're like, oh man, are we are we gonna get to go in that party? You think there's gonna be girls there?" And he's like, "Yeah, there might even be people having sex tonight." And they're like, "Cool together." Yeah. It's like, yep. Jesus Christ, man! Like, I'm a nerd. Yeah. Were people like, ever to like this? Yes. Listen like, to me. I guess I uh, am. Yes. I am. A nerd, okay? You know <laughs> Self-proclaimed me. nerd. We I was never are all in the so much of a nerd that I got excited about the concept that <laughs> anybody could be having sex at a given time. Okay, but straight up, I knew people who were. <laughs> they, they exist. That level of nerditude. Oof. Nerddom? Ooh. I think it's called... No. Yeah. Nerditude. <laughs> nerditude so we're introduced to kenny and I, immediately i wrote down it's kenny a, it's a question mark a series six nerditude this is this is, <laughs> this is seth green is he a stoner yeah. is he a poser no he, he's oh, a, i wrote what even is this grocery stereotype exactly a, and then immediately afterwards i wrote what is this main character stereotype he's a he's a he's a wannabe he's a white rapper wannabe we yeah. find out really quick but i like okay i don't like him the rest of the movie but his first like introduction he has this great point of vulnerability where he's like i made a note too i was like oh it's so nice to see that he has a friendship where he can like share his anxieties he's about like, having i'm sex. gonna get laid tonight and they're like really and he's like yeah and his brow drops and he's like kenny doesn't know how to please a woman <laughs> <laughs> i know i was like wow that was surprising i thought we were only gonna get better from there but no i know straight I downhill like, I was like, hmm, maybe this is why I remember it being good. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> because from there, him and his friends go straight into one of the things that never fails to make a woman hotter. And that's to rank them in a 1 through 10 by who you'd bang. Yeah. <laughs> never fails. Oh. He goes to the party, him and his uh, cronies, we're going to call them stoner cronies. 
and like immediately detaches from them. No, the there were the stoners. Did you recognize one of them, Austin? Uh, I didn't. There were actually two stoner dudes, like stereotypical stoner dudes. One of them was Jason Siegel. Yes, I recognized him. Uh, the other really one I young. don't know. I don't. Either. Was he what? Was that other guy with him with the curly hair? Was he carrying like a lizard or something? So Jason Siegel's credited as watermelon guy, but Brian Klugman is the guy credited as stoner guy, and uh, he he's he's still been in stuff. He was in that Neutron movie. He was in Cloverfield, so he he's still acting. It looks like. Yeah. Bones up until 2016. Him. Ooh. <laughs> but um, was he carrying like a lizard or something? I think it was like an iguana. Yeah, like he, yeah. Like like he had an iguana on his. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Everybody knows an iguana guy, right? Like that's his gimmick. He carries around an iguana. There's like snake no. guys. There's oh, <laughs> you don't go to enough parties. There's always bird guys, like guys with parrots. I've been to or... so many parties with you. I've never seen an iguana guy. All right. Like I'm saying, you haven't been to enough parties. <laughs> after, after this all ends, we're all going to party, and I bet we'll see an iguana kid. We're going to have to play uh, party bingo. Yeah, yeah. From your party list, we'll like, make up a bingo chart and just be like, hee, 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 giggling in the corner as we point out. <laughs> that will be the bingo click. I wrote again <laughs> in my notes I have, wow, more Eve 6. And more Smash Mouth. Oh, I Wait, definitely did they had... play this song twice? <laughs> I definitely have notes in here that's like, ooh, looks like Smash Mouth's back. <laughs> I see them more than the main character. But, but Eve 6, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you... Okay, you're more familiar with Eve 6. I, I... Yeah, I used to listen to them in, like, high school and shit. I didn't get exposed to them till later, so it doesn't hit me at that, like, visceral middle school level like it is you. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't imagine it does for very many people. The but... Offspring was. That was cool, yeah. because they are already at the party. This is what we were talking about. We're Eve less than 20 like minutes the into the movie. And we're rolling up at the party. We didn't get to see anybody getting ready. We didn't get to see any, like, nervous family dinners beforehand. Anybody coming to pick anybody up. Like, the thing that fleshes out the relationships building to the party. The parties in these movies is supposed to be a culmination, like, an explosion of everything we've been building to. And they get away with that in that opening whisper scene we talked about. It's, like, shoehorned in. Uh... How, how big is this house? This is big, bigger than the Home Alone house. It's a party house. Like, of course, it's huge. And the girl who lives there is credited as girl whose party it is. <laughs> she has she. Her name is not said once throughout the movie. Why do they don't just give these characters names? Like, you just drop a line as people. And like, hey, Judy. Like, yeah. Come on. The exchange student is known as the exchange student. Right. Well, there, they call them that in the movie, at least. There are three jocks, number one, two, and three. There are three homeboys. <laughs> there was, I have written here, Was I was like, was the girl who hosted the party abducted? She was in mid-sentence yelling about something she found in the fridge. There was a flash of light, and then she wasn't in that scene anymore, but the scene kept going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was in the fridge? She what'd she see in the fridge where she screamed and ran away? She didn't run away. She was a flash of light. She was gone. I don't know. I think she ran away. Let's keep partying. Everybody's in a denial. 
I watched that. I was like, what the fuck was that? She was literally screaming mid-sentence yeah, and then just flashed just gone. away. Be the second abduction. <laughs> aliens never, from the stairs. It was never mentioned. A lot of aliens. <laughs> uh, Sabrina, the also, teenage witch, is here. Green, yeah. I also wrote that Seth Green didn't wash his hands after he peed. Oh, I definitely wrote that down in my notes. (laughs) Yeah, he's trapped in the restroom with someone who he's about to have sex with and doesn't wash his hands after using the restroom. And she's like, oh, wow. (laughs) So we get this band with with Donald Faison Turk from Scrubs. And that's kind of a funny gimmick. The band is setting up, and they have all this drama like a band would. It's their first gig, and we never get to see them play throughout the entire movie. Like they have a that involves a budget. <laughs> there was so many people who came in. I was just like, "Hey, what's this thirty-year-old dude doing at this high school party?" Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the like the jock that from like. They graduate. And that was like the only scene I even remotely liked. I will say there was one thing that did give it like the one legitimate laugh that this movie got from me was whenever Billy and the bully were bonding with drinks mm-hmm. and he was like, Do you remember that time when you had to give that <laughs> stupid speech and I tripped you and everybody in the school laughed? He's like, I'm sorry. He's like they're like, Oh, it's ancient history. What was that? It was this morning. Graduation. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I laughed when the ner- uh, the nerd made me laugh a couple of times, like when he first tasted beer and spit it up all over the guys at the keg. Uh, my notes were, uh, people work in the keg, and the tap should probably be nicer people. Like these guys come up and or he comes up and they immediately antagonize him. And he's like, it's is like this a where the beer like, is? Give him the beer though. They no, do. it's like a test. You have to come up and answer, like, uh... Answer me in these riddles. <laughs> yeah, but instead of riddles, it's ridicules. Like, you have ridicules. to take Ridicules. You have to you take our burn for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> we'll give you some beer. <laughs> nice. Okay, now we have another idea for our D&D campaign. You just have to stand there while we burn you for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, so Amanda comes to the party... And everyone, like, the record scratches, people gasp, and it's like, why? Mike's been here for 40 minutes, like, talking to his bros or whatever. Well, they're not dating anymore, remember? Yeah, but nobody gave a shit that Mike came. Why would they care that she came? Mike's a douchebag, and nobody likes him. It seems like everybody like. Well, you're right. He's nobody like the likes him. Guy, right? Nobody liked him in this movie. Nobody did. Judging, judging solely by what we saw in this movie. He was popular by fact that he is good at sports, and that like he has his three douchebags that follow him around. Nobody else likes Ooh, him. Speaking of his three douchebags, jock number three was Freddy Rodriguez. Oh, I did recognize him. Yeah, Planet Terror, Six Feet Under, a lot of good stuff. Um, I did recognize. I him. wrote down. So we're still in like the first half of the movie, and I'm st- I'm still on Seth Green's side a little bit. I wrote down. Do you really have to rag on his dancing? Like this is a party. Let people dance, even if it's bad. It wasn't like <laughs> Elaine from Seinfeld ba- bad. Right. Whatever he was dancing to himself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this this plays out later when they're trapped together, and they're like, I wrote it down. It's like antagonistic flirting. It, it's antagonistic strip sure. strip poker. 
They're yeah. just like, ugh, those are gross shoes. I hate oh, them. Take them off. Uh, I like ugh, whatever what do you wear like, those go- sex goggles for? <laughs> whenever they like came back, I was like, well, everybody made fun of his huge pants, but it served him well whenever he was able to transform him into that blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Why was there a full-size blanket in a bathroom? These are some really rich people. This is Oh, and on the bath mat? Right? Ugh. Why would you have sex on someone else? I don't care. They're inexperienced. They talk about that. They're not inexperienced at living. Come on, they're in high school. Don't lay on a bath mat. <laughs> I don't yeah. care how rich these people are. It's oh, I like a how bath I mat. like how uh, Mike got visited by the fuck boy of parties past. Jerry O'Connell comes and visits him and then fades into the distance like after sharing an ethereal I was really hoping he would be an actual ghost I was too I was too (laughs) the party ghost (laughs) he just manifests I peaked in high school and so will you this is the ghost of my coolness (laughs) so um our our like main character uh, is sitting down, and oh my god, there are so many white people in this movie. But the first black person to be introduced is made out to be the most annoying person in the world. He's following him around, and he's like, "Hey, you remember that time you shit your pants? You remember that time you got a boner in gym class? Class? Right, right." But this is the first one that has a whole bunch of lines. Yeah, and they're no, all there definitely terrible. was a lot of white people in this movie. Even, like, the white rappers, it's like, oh, my God. But uh, he sits down, and he's like, you remember that horrible thing that happened? Ha, 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 ha. And this Jennifer Love Hewitt's sitting there, and she overhears this story about him going to, like, the meatpacking facility on a field trip. And he's like, you remember that time you puked in your backpack and carried yeah, it around yeah. all day? And Jennifer, if you, this is the moment where she's like, wow, this guy's fucking hot. Like, <laughs> you can see it on her face. Like, she glances over and she's smiling and she's, like, biting her fucking lip. And, like, that's what did yeah, it. You but don't then she gets know distracted this guy? By her cousin. Oh, cousin Ron? You want to you wanna talk <laughs> this about... Was, this was... This was a prelude to our uh, current uh, porn climate level. <laughs> <laughs> of 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 uh, incest. Being We're uh, second cousins yeah. by marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, he acts like a, a a shoulder to cry on. He's like caring about her. He's like, tell me what's wrong. What happened? And this is gross. Everybody at the party is trying to get with her the day Mike dumped her. Like literally the second. Like the like second. it was the same scene. She just told Mike to fuck off, and then there was like six dudes in a row that asked Including her. Including the main character. Yeah. Oof. And we're supposed to be on his side? I guess. I get it. So. He wasn't there, so he didn't know that like that just happened and that like six other dudes just asked her out in a row. But he literally yelled I love you to her from above and she didn't immediately walk away in disgust. So but, I, man, we were talking about this before the so show. Right. I was saying to Josh before the show, and stop me if this wasn't, if we already talked about this, but when I when she encountered him and like told him off I was sure she had read the letter already and was knew, knew exactly who he was, and I was like, good for him. 
Nope. I thought I thought exact. I I I did. I knew that's not what was going to happen. Yeah. Because I'd seen this. Could we re-edit this but so that happens God. after she reads the yeah. letter? <laughs> Make it a way better movie. Because uh, holy crap, it? man! Yeah, because holy shit, it's yeah. un- like that's unhealthy. And take out the end scene at the Boston train but station. But then she sees the letter, and she's suddenly okay with this. I'm saying, so, I'm saying, re-edit no it. So get rid of the whole fact of her being okay with it. Yeah. Like having her read that letter, and then her going off on him being her reaction is what we're saying. Yeah, right, right. This sure. magic letter that he throws in the trash, it gets knocked out by the wind, it sticks to gum, gets on somebody's shoe, sticks to a keg, rolls inside, lands in a chip bowl. His fate! And I'm like, those chips are fucking toxic now. This thing was in the trash on the bottom of people's gummy shoe soles on stuck to a keg. And now it's in these chips. Ugh, ugh. And she picks it up it and she reads it. I'll show you why we have pandemics. <laughs> and she picks it up and reads it and she's like, oh my god, who's this dude that's infatuated with me? I have no idea. So she has to find this yearbook, who, which is uh, he, Sabrina's entire plot. she knew the details of oh. this, all she knows is that some guy wrote her a sweet letter. That's that's what she sees. Yeah. Okay, so I don't blame her at all. But holy crap, if she knew that he's been pining over her and building this up in his head so much, she, she would have given the response that she gave before. She was right. Or like, screamed and ran oh away. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do we hear the contents of the letter? For no. 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 Uh, and that's a cheap move. That's really cheap. To not be able to write something really well, to just to leave it up to the—I mean, that's a great move in horror because anything they don't show is scarier. But in like this context, that's some bullshit. Just write a couple of sappy lines from a song. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if so, like she didn't get his letter? She got like a different letter, and she thought it was him. <laughs> and years and then, like, later, at the end of the movie, it shows the two him. Nerds, yeah. like find the letter, like in a trash can. And they're like, oh, what's this garbage? <laughs> These tactical nerds. Wow. Yeah, so then the nerd plan goes through. Like, he goes to get uh, Mike to jump him and get chloroform him. And it works, I guess. But at first, he, like, becomes friends with them. He wants to call it off. But then they get raided by the cops. First, Amanda tells him off. And there's this huge dramatic scene because he's he's starting to come around and being like, I made a huge mistake. I need to go back to her. So he runs up and starts like trying to make out with her. And she's disgusted. She's like, you've been a dick forever. So no. And then like storms out. And that's when we get like the first huge F bomb dropped and it's 80 yard. It comes from no one on scene. It's just like first one. That's the first one. No, it's not. When's the first one? Uh, in the supermarket when we first meet really? Seth and his homies, they call him that whenever they look in his backpack. They look in his backpack and he's got like the sex kit for one. In there. Yeah, and uh, he's got perfume and he's like, yo, this guy's a... And then they say it and he's just like, hey, no, it's just for smelling good. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, you missed one. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Seth Green and the redhead are, are trapped in the restroom, and this is when we get that... It's like, we were childhood friends, so we should fuck. Like, this crazy logic shift from them hating each other. It's just because they're horny and we're locked into a room together. Sure. Like, 
It's terrible. They they yeah. say that right away. They do break up at the end of the movie and then get back together. Oh my god, we get an epilogue like we that said been we fine. loved from last week. So, yeah, you guys, I was saying, oh, hey, look, you guys finally got the epilogue thing that you wanted. But then I was like, wait a second. You can't do this whole, like, character, <laughs> what happens later in life and the characters still thing and then have more movies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bad move. Um... Our main character is driving around sad now because Amanda, uh, shun- she's like, no, you can't, uh, don't talk to me. You're a fucking creep. So he gets in his car and he goes to like the football field and just sits there and waits until he hears the radio. And it's like, if you want to ask Barry Manilow a question, it's 3 a.m. and you can call him because he's in Tokyo and our radio station has a direct line and he's like oh my god I can find out if that song was actually about what I want it to be about and it's like oh before the internet how terrible was that he (laughs) and cell phones like he has to drive to a cell phone and meets uh uh great was this Dharma from Dharma and Greg yeah yeah she's dresses an angel she's a dancer a sex worker and she's like my car broke down and she's like whatever you're doing it can wait and i'm like yeah she's right he's trying to call barry manilow in japan to ask him about a song that's (laughs) like 20 years old at this point yeah yeah for sure for (sighs) sure really strange plot point amanda finds the letter this is what we're talking about she finds in the chip bowl and ooh, she's just like wow Somebody somebody cares? Somebody wants to be with me who really wants to be with me? Uh, is it one of those guys who approached me in a line earlier when they found out I was for sure single? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one I of the believe this. When, when her and uh, Mike are like fighting in this party, this line, he's just like, Amanda, who's going to want you now? <laughs> And everybody yeah. in the background is just like, dude, are you, are you kidding? Are you crazy? Are you <laughs> like, we hate you. What are you doing? Why are you, you turning it? into this person that you broke up with? <laughs> and tried to convince all your jock friends to break up with their girlfriends the same day. Like, multiple times, then getting mad because they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it, didn't, like, it didn't even go anywhere, right? Because none of them did it. Right. None of them did it. What is this weird They're impact? like, oh, we got Pearl Jam tickets. I was like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> hey, at least ask when the when the concert was. Like, you know, if it you was know, like next yeah. week, you'd be okay with it. Right, right, just to see how long they had. Right. <laughs> uh, I wrote down at one point, uh, oh, not only are people allowed to date in this movie if they have the same skin color, but they also have to have the same hair color. It seems because we have. Well, like, Melissa Joan Hart ends up with the other annoying guy. Mel- Sabrina. Yeah, I didn't at the know. very end of the movie in the diner, they're like, uh, she like is like trying to dry out her yearbook after it got thrown in the pool, and she's like, I can't believe they got rid of this, all these precious memories. And he's like, I keep telling everybody, memories are all we got left, and hold hands and look into each other's eyes. You yeah, know, I yeah. didn't. I must have been looking away. I didn't catch that scene. <laughs> Oof. But yes, I get what you're saying. Oh. Because, yes, it was like they had to have the same hair color. The redheads hook up. The brunettes hook up. The two, like, <laughs> black people that are characters hook up. Ugh. Yeah. 
and oh my, when they say the N-word, these <laughs> Seth Green's crew, ooh, ooh, what? Way too late in the 90s to, for this to be in a comedy movie. Yeah, it was not good. This was real, real cringy. Uh, what do you think about this um, this thief kid who keeps popping in and out intermittently throughout the movie? I was going to notice. see if either of you noticed him. <laughs> you see that, Josh? I saw him a bit, yeah. He steals the he cop car. He stole the cop car, and he stole, like... He came in after that, so he still has that cop car, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, and a gumball machine in the back. Um, yeah, the party ends, it gets broken up by the police, and I'm like, why isn't the movie over? Like, you can have... There was, like, 20 minutes left in the movie yeah. that happened. I was like, if what you're going to have the movie end, you have to fade to black, and you get one sunrise scene. You're you're allowed to have that, it, but you have to hold that tension for a little while. Instead, they're just hanging out all night. The next morning, the next afternoon, he goes to the train station. Like so much shit happens. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it shouldn't have gone as long as it did. It was a slog to get through. Can you imagine how much longer this was? Sp- going to be when it was an R rating. Like, this had so many drastic cuts to get it down. You said a bunch of scenes got cut, right? So, yeah, let us let me talk about this. There were... Uh, Jennifer Elise Cox was in it. She was known as the drunk crying girl, or credited. And she was a character who was so drunk, she had subtitles when she spoke, and it was a gimmick. Uh, her scenes were key to explaining what was going on in the movie. It was like all this missing exposition that got cut. That's nuts. The three-hour director's cut of Can't Hardly Wait. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) There's... It'll fix it, everyone says, just like the Snyder cut. There was a stoned girl scene, played by Amber Benson, who is glimpsed holding a banana as William walks through the kitchen to taste his first beer. It takes place in between the scenes where Kenny hits on Ashley. Who cares, whatever. Um, I just took three thingies of herbal ecstasy is the way they say this, so I imagine she made like some sort of banana bong or smoking apparatus. Uh, oh, what? the original opening was cut. It takes place at a bookstore the day before graduation, and Preston is talking to Denise, the main character in The Redhead, about his desire for Amanda and his plans for going away to college. That's something I thought was really strange, is he's going away the next day, and they never really describe why. Right. It's just I guess because he's going to college. He says he's taking a seminar with Kurt Vonnegut at the end. <laughs> he does. Really? Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, he's like, it's my favorite author, and I'm taking a seminar, and I get to meet Kurt Vonnegut. And I'm like, what? That's character <laughs> development. Why is it in the stinger? We're not setting it up for a fucking it's the last University of Avengers. Movie. And I, I thought I thought that they were just going to have, like, the only reason they were going to say that was so that he could just be like, well, fuck that. I'm going to stay here with you. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of... I, I was um, so sure that's what There was, was a lot happen. more, like, explicit making out and some nudity that was cut the makeout room the red room that he gets pulled into mm-hmm. after seeing karaoke there was a whole scene that took place in there that was cut um the, the, mini- the one where no, he got oh, cut because oh. they didn't want to show him fully penetrating I know, those girls i know what you're talking about now mm-hmm. that guy taking the lizard around that was a dinosaur bong 
okay. Yeah. It was a dinosaur bong. That it makes wasn't so a living lizard. <laughs> what were you smoking that you thought it was a living lizard? <laughs> I didn't think it was a living lizard, but I thought that like the move, I, it definitely was a prop. Okay, when I we were talking about party people, was... I meant live animals. Like you'll, that's the kind you'll meet at parties, not people carrying around toys. Well, I was thinking that it was a prop, but like the movie was positing that he was ha- like he had like a lizard. Mm-hmm. But that it was obvious, like it was a prop lizard. I don't know. Okay, I I hear you. Ooh, yeah. Uh, glad. I guess I'm glad we got this one out of the way, Justin. <laughs> Do you think the other ones are going to be better? I've seen one of them, so yeah. I can only hope. Do you do you think it? Do you think the other one that you've seen is better than this? From what you remember, oh yeah, one hundred percent. You've seen it when it came out. I haven't watched it since. Ooh, so maybe we might have another situation here. <laughs> uh, so there's the original Kenny bit at the end, like his his uh, epilogue. It read, Kenny went to UCLA and found a bunch of people just like him. Unable to compete, he reinvented himself as an eco-conscious vegan nudist. He currently lives with a cult in North California. Ooh. <laughs> There was that whole time in the 90s where Seth Green was, like, supposed to be, like, I guess kind of like a, the nerd heartthrob. Because he was, like, this is around the same time he was the werewolf in Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right before he was in... Oh, no, right after he was in the first Austin Powers as Dr. Evil's son. So this is way later than... Well, no, when was he in Buffy? That's uh, gotta be around this time, well, yeah, right? Yeah, it ran for a while, so yeah. Oh. Ah, this did not deliver can you in imagine, any Josh, capacity. Can you imagine that redheaded, like, nerdy dude being a werewolf? No. Because <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah, on the TV show for several years. Yeah. Uh, the main character, Ethan Embry, claims to barely remember being in the film because he was so stoned the entire time while filming. I saw that he he still he claims to have never watched this movie all the way through or read a script that he wasn't in. Wow. You gotta watch it at least once, right? <laughs> Unless it's really bad. I guess. I don't this know. This has like a six point five on a several sites. Six yeah, there's a lot of, of people who love this movie. There's a lot of people who love it's crazy. And a ten million dollar budget. How much did it make opening weekend? Um, I don't, I don't still have that up, but we, like I said, I saw it at a outdoor theater. It wasn't like a theater opening weekend. So have you guys ever been to a drive-in? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I saw a double feature at a drive-in. We used to have, uh, a drive-in movie theater. There might still be one in Carlsbad. So, Opening weekend, eight million. Uh, gross worldwide, twenty-five million. Okay. Very successful. Uh, I saw a double feature at a drive-in. It was the Simpsons movie, and then Knocked Up. So I saw those in the same night. Knocked Up. Well, speaking of Knocked Up, I believe Superbad is uh, up a up tau, up a tau adjacent. J- yeah, Judd Apatow. Jed Apatow. Yeah, we got a lot he of did. the same returning he characters. Did knock, he did Knocked Up, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's another one that was too long. Please don't put it on the list. <laughs> uh, 
No, but uh, so the next chronologically, like if we went in order, which you know this is done by dice roll, so who knows? But the Super Bad came out in two thousand seven, which was I graduated school. Okay. So I remember watching that and like thinking, wow, my graduation was nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, high school was nothing like this in a lot of ways. No, and I know that you got, I've told this story before on here. I did have a weird thing happen in my high school thing where Polly Shore showed up. And it wasn't <laughs> even to my high school graduation. It was like to the after party. You a lock in. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't what? believe you had a lock in. That's such a strange concept to me. I know. And and I just because like I've said that story and I was like just to make sure that like I haven't just done too many drugs or like I imagined it or something, I I reached out to an old classmate and they confirmed it. And they're like, Yeah, he was definitely coked out of his mind. <laughs> of course. <laughs> They're like, I think he had like a stand-up show that same night, and I'm like, why the fuck did Polly Shore have a stand-up him? show? Can you imagine in Roswell, New Mexico? Your principal, and then why the yeah. fuck did he come to our lock-in? Your principal or vice principal or something was out on the town. They were getting drinks, and they're like, holy shit, the students would love this. I have to get him, and he's like. I'll pay you to be locked up with a bunch of high school seniors the night of their graduation. And that seems like a good idea like, to both of them. And he's just like, wheezing the j- <laughs> Good, Good impression. Yeah. <laughs> I can make that reference no, since we've seen Encino Man on the show. Oh. Yeah. Oh, this you was guys bad. need some more Polly Shore. Yeah, sure. In the army now? Son-in-law? No, we've done the best one. Goofy movie? Sure, he had a small I've seen Goofy movie. Ah, we've all seen Goofy movie. Uh, (laughs) I did not go to a party senior graduation. Neither. I mean, I went to that thing that every like it was like that school sponsored thing, but like that doesn't count. We didn't have that. We just had the graduation ceremony and then I believe my family took me out to like Applebee's or something. So no no parties. <laughs> Got wild. Have a party that was like one of these parties, but it was a Halloween party and it was after high school. Ooh. So but I gotta like, tell you real quick. quick after high school. I was probably like nineteen or something at the time when I happened. Okay. But I, I gotta tell you real like quick about this movie I found today parties. on uh, on Prime. Uh huh. You gotta watch it while it's still up, Justin. Josh, I don't know if you'll appreciate it because it's in reference to a ton of horror movies. It's like a 1980s, like early, early 80s. It's like it would be on the YouTube list. It's called uh, Wacko, and ooh, it's like scary movie from the 80s. It's just a parody of all things horror. It's bonkers. It's almost like a John Waters film. It's worth watching. We're checking out. Okay. Okay. Anything y'all have been watching? You're not selling me by comparing it to a scary movie. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a... Oh, you didn't like scary movie? It's been a long time since I've seen any of those, but I don't remember liking them all that much. Yeah, I think I saw one and then one on like DVD and then three in the theaters years later. Josh, probably not, right? Did what? you did you skip out on watching all the horror 
instead watched all the movies making fun of horror movies? Yeah, I haven't seen, like, scary movies. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. A lot. They go to, like, Alfred Hitchcock High. It's, like, really self-aware, but a bunch of really zany fucking characters. Check it out. Yeah, and if you want to check out uh, this or our other podcast, Amazeballs, you can find us on the iTunes podcast app under... Wait, 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 we didn't talk about recommending this. Oh, shit. Well, let me finish this prompt <laughs> real quick, and then we'll get to that. Find us under uh, FapCheck, Amazeballs, and Have You Seen, and uh, we're also at podcast.com. All right. Uh, what, what do you think, Josh? Would you recommend this hour and 40-minute party movie? Fuck, wait for it, no. Um... <laughs> Possibly more nothing a movie than Sandlot. <laughs> right. At least they got to a real party. At least Sandlot had kind of a plot. Yeah, I agree. Like these characters weren't. There's there was no there was no plot. It was just terrible people in a terrible place doing terrible <laughs> things. And like, like none of it was interesting. Being trapped in a party like this would be like one of my personal versions of hell. <laughs> that would be a great horror movie scenario. Like a bunch of dudes decide party in an abandoned mansion, and like there's no actual spoops or thing. They just get locked in and they're just stuck <laughs> with each other in certain rooms. And Time to do to a keg stand. <laughs> like, cause this this could have been cool too. Like a movie about like where these people that don't really talk to each other because of clicks or are kind of forced to talk to each other and they learn stuff about themselves. It was like, that's fine premise. Right. But, like, not when all terrible and all anyone wants to do this movie is get laid. Like, come on. Come on. <sighs> come on, Justin. <laughs> Fucking super bad or whatever movie on your list is better be something. Oh, gee, I hope they're not, not about a bunch of horny it. teenagers wanting to get laid. <laughs> I mean, that could be <laughs> fine, but not in this case. <laughs> Holy shit! I never thought I would say, even remote, that anything would can potentially be worse than the Sandlot. Right. In any way. I, this made me laugh. But more I think times this gets the there. Or gets close. This movie I enjoyed way more than watching Sandlot. Like just it checked lot, out like, so quick. Like not like enjoyed like legitimately. It just made me laugh how fucking ridiculous it was it was so dumb and like just that dude he was so like poor me like dead poet society fucking <clears throat> oh god <laughs> my one chance at love is ruined she had the same pop tart as me it's 1998 there's only like seven flavors of pop tarts and strawberry is right. the most common. The one that doesn't suck. <laughs> hey, don't talk bad about those s'mores or those. I like the brown sugar ones. And the chocolate chip cookie ones. Oh, it's been years. years. I mean, now pop tarts are like Oreos, right? It's like new flavors every oh, like, yeah. week. Yeah, it's been so long since I've had one. They just came out with the the, the like the 420 flavor sponsored by Snoop Dogg. What? Pop-tarts. What? Are I'm just kidding. Well, I was gonna say, yes, like we only are going out and doing shopping once a week. And yesterday it was shopping day and I saw this uh, I saw the Ben and Jerry's Netflix and Chill. Oh, yeah. Chilled. 
But uh, I was tempted, but I don't like peanut butter, and it's like all that, all it is. I mean, it's like peanut butter ice cream with peanut butter cookies and salted pretzels, and it's like, damn, that's that's gonna be not not what I want. Too salty. Too salty and too peanut buttery. That's what this movie will do to you. Make you salty. Make you salty. I would not recommend it either. No. I wouldn't. Full around the board, no recommend. Nah. All right. Yeah, that in makes fact, sense. In fact, I would unrecommend. Apologize. It. <laughs> I'm gonna go back in time. Thank you. That's all I wanted. <sighs> I just yeah. got marked off. Like Josh just crossed my name off of his list. Like that. <laughs> like that Adam Sandler movie we haven't watched in this yet. <laughs> no, like you, you can have a couple bad movies. Austin showed me like ten fucking awful movies. <laughs> Like, you can have a couple. Yeah, but I've shown you the ones that you quantify as being, like, the bar for what's the worst. Right? Right. Sandlot was totally <laughs> yeah. Justin's. Mine may be That's bad, true. but at least they're unmemorable. I mean, okay, Justin, you have quality and Justin has quantity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and you have Cars and Frozen on your list still. Yeah. I have, I have, you know, one movie. <laughs> I've seen one movie. I don't have a lot to work with here. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it's Frozen and not Cars, but <laughs> not that either of them are bad. But <sighs> I might just take Cars off the list. That'd be nice if you replaced it. Well, no, that. I really want to force you to watch Cars two and three, though, and I can't do that unless you watch Cars one. And then Planes. You're not seeing Cars. Often? I haven't seen Planes. I haven't seen any of these. No. Oh, I've seen the first. Cars. Why would I have ever seen Cars? I have. I don't care about cars, and even if I cared you about might cars, cars, it wouldn't make this. You I mean, care about cars because you're a big Fast and the Furious fan, I'll right? That. Th- that's not what I'm gonna find when I watch <laughs> the movie Cars. <laughs> There's racing. I'm sure you'll there find, is. Maybe you'll find in Cars that you're a big uh, Larry the Cable. Oh. <laughs> I hope you like Larry the Cable. I saw a billboard. He's coming to town. Audience or no, they can't stop him. <laughs> It's like, it's the stay in your seat, sir or ma'am tour. <laughs> it's like stay seated tour. Stay seated tour. Because people are always rushing the stage to get to Larry the Cable Guy. Oh yeah, he's got to have like armed bodyguards. He has movies that luckily none of us have ever seen. Yeah. Is he? Um, wait, is, he a, is Joe Dirt one of them? No. Is that a different... I've seen both different... Joe Dirt's. I've seen There's the first two. One. Oh, if you haven't seen Joe Dirt 2, you need to get on it. Okay. I there... have not seen Joe Dirt 2. Uh, come on. There's time travel. <laughs> it's worth it. I haven't seen Hot Tub Time Machine either. Ooh, I kind of liked Hot Tub Time I Machine. I kind of did too. I saw that in theaters. It's been a long <laughs> time, though. It might be another one like this where it's like, I'm going to regret saying I like this. This is so much older. This is, this is 10 years after that. Er... Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, you never know. You really never know. Yeah. Uh, uh, to reach us on Gmail, you can find us at fapcheck at gmail dot com, and we're also on Facebook under Fapcheck. We post some of our episodes on YouTube if that's how you like to watch them or listen to them. Uh, fapcheck at youtube dot com. Yeah. What have you guys been doing other than watching movies to pass the time? We're in quarantine. Uh, I've been working. Yeah, a little bit still. 
doing lots of role playing with you guys. Uh, this last game I had with my evil game, we did like a giant puzzle dungeon. Evil game. So I had a bunch of fun making a bunch of puzzles for them to solve. Noise, kind of the same way. Well. In our last game, where we split, uh, it, we split up the party for the first time. Yeah. Had a big old gladiator fight on one side you ran, and like a haunted house on one side I ran. Get ready for more of that this week. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you remember what rooms you've been to. Ha 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 ha. I do. I literally I, have a spell for it. I hope the house doesn't change once you're outside of it. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> Alright, until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. Justin. And this is Have You Seen... Can't hardly wait for the next thing we roll. For a better movie. Can't hardly wait. Can't hardly Bye. wait. <laughs> they didn't play Somebody Once Told Me, though. That like, wasn't out know, yet. The All-Star. Oh, that one wasn't out. No. This what, was... what did they can't hardly wait for? The party. The party. But the, the party happened immediately. Obvi- no, wait. Uh, no, obviously, to fuck. Yeah. Okay. It, with all the cut sure. scenes, though, it was the party. It's like the big graduation night. Ooh, you want to hear the tagline on IMDb real quick? Okay. Multi-character teenage comedy about high school graduates with different agenda of life on graduation night. That's a tagline? That's not a tagline. It's the IMDb description of it. Oh, okay. We read the taglines earlier. It's like, right, yesterday's the past, tomorrow's the future, tonight's the party. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. All right. You got any? You got any after the fact trivia, Josh? Uh, maybe next week. Oh, okay. But not right now. <laughs> after the fact trivia from last week for this week. Uh, I said it after the fact last week. I don't. It's now <laughs> Mean Girls. I'm just messing. Right. Which was better, this or Mean Girls? Oh what, my what, God! What, come what on. kind of a question is that? <laughs> That Which is better, like the sandwich or this pile of shit? <laughs> Can you believe that was only like three or four years after this, though? Sure. I can't. It was my. Not exactly though. like similar movies. They're both high school comedies. They're both though. about high school. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're both high school comedies. And there's a huge party at her house in that. There's a party. Yeah, I can't believe how bad this is. So much better characterization development, so much better dialogue. It was just way better. It was also a movie about a bunch of terrible people. Yeah. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but still. That's the point. That was the point of the movie. That's not this movie. <laughs> or at least the intention. There were no lessons learned in this one? Uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Nope. All right, until next week. See you later. See you.